Welcome, dear one. These are Catalyst Conversations, and I'm Anya, a facilitator and leadership mentor, and the founder and guide of the Catalyst Leadership Immersion. This fall, I sat down to talk one-on-one with members of the 2020 cohort. They are some of the most wise, compassionate, complex, creative people I know, and I'm honored to share them and their work with all of you. Listen in as we dive into honest dialogue about what it means to use our businesses as vehicles for our values, as we show up imperfectly and courageously in our work, in this fractured world, making our way together. Today, I am talking with the profoundly creative Caitlin Quinn. Caitlin wears many hats, and I'm sure that they are rainbow hats because take one look at her website or Instagram and you will know that she loves all things rainbow. Caitlin is a theater teacher, and in collaboration with Catalyst Casey Borba Span, Caitlin guides intergenerational retreats and celebration circles for young people transitioning into adulthood. She also runs the Reframe Collective alongside her partner, Blue, and their child, Rainer, where they host community events, dynamic arts adventures, they design hand-built crafts, and offer consults on tangible ways to transform your space. Caitlin is also an embodied stylist and self-expressionist who uses clothing as her art form, as a conduit for transformation, and helps her clients do the same. During our conversation, we talk mostly about Caitlin's business, the Wardrobe Resourcery, which she brought into being during the Catalyst Leadership Immersion, and you'll get to hear all about Wardrobe resourcery helps us shift away from the grip of capitalism, use our wardrobes as sacred acts of resistance from the status quo, and remember that loving ourselves is a radical act. Caitlin possesses a powerful ability to reimagine, revision, and remake, which feels like just the kind of medicine we need in the world right now. I am so excited to share this conversation with you. Let's dive in. So hello, my dear one. Hi. I'm really glad to be having this conversation with you. Me too. And you and I have been chatting a little bit before we hit record just about big shifts and transitions and where our hearts are in this moment. And I'm wondering if you can share any practices or tools that you are engaging that's helping you to feel rooted and grounded and resilient in this time of so much shifting and changing. Is there anything that's really been serving you? Well, Anytime that I have the opportunity to put on music in my headphones in specifically and move my body, most of the time it, it comes out as dancing, but some of it might be considered just kind of 
embodied movements, but music, moving my body to music and letting the way that I feel during that experience be one of the ways that influences how I get dressed Mm. is those are like my two go-to practices for my most authentic and deepest embodiment right now are to move my body, to let the music, to let how I feel inform what I wear. And when I'm dressing in a way that's really in aligned with how I feel, then I feel like I'm actually able to move through my emotions with my clothing. Mm, I love that. So your music and movement is then a morning practice, yeah? Yes, yes. I have been also listening to music, just like songs on repeat or letting Spotify kind of take me on a journey. And I've just like been noticing I'm spending hours listening to music and creating or taking walks. And yeah, there's something so helpful about that. But I love the sense of letting that guide you into what you're putting on and how you're kind of like then gonna move through the day. Yeah, because sometimes I don't know if I just try to check in with my check in with myself around it. I don't know that I have all of the the language and it's not even verbal language, but I'm not sure that I have all of the language for how I'm feeling. And so to listen to a few songs and then be like, ooh, it's that one. It's that like fierce feeling or it's that really soft feeling today that's really, I guess, speaking to me to help influence and inform how I'm going to move through the rest of my day. Mm. And then sometimes do you shift throughout the day? Like another layer? Outfits? Yes, I do. (laughs) You know Um, it. (laughs) Definitely, I I had on like, I was getting dressed yesterday and then I realized I was like, oh, our plans changed. We're cleaning house first. We're doing something else later. So yes, absolutely. But shifting the music as well, depending. Yeah, I love what you say about the idea of letting Spotify take you on a journey. Mm -hmm. I think when the destination can be loose with anything, right? With how I'm feeling, with what the song I'm going to listen to, if the destination can be loose, then the journey is is oftentimes really exciting. Mm. I just have to say that I feel like over over our 10 months of knowing each other since our January beginning of the Catalyst cohort, I feel like I have been learning so much from you about how to really embody my expression. I feel like a really creatively expressed person in so many ways, but I've definitely become kind of stagnant in in my relationship to my wardrobe and especially over these last pandemic months where my social world has shifted so significantly among many other shifts, of course. But I, I think that I have sort of this stuck, I've had this stuck way of engaging with my clothes and it's really kind of a default mode. And you have been such a teacher in breaking that open and expanding possibilities. Well, thank you. I'm glad that you think that. I really do. I really do. I need more. <laughs> it's, still, it's still in a rut. but <laughs> I, think, I think we all do. I know that for myself, a lot of the learning that has come up for me, like the really personal, you know, shadow work that we all are confronted with, like we've got the 
the macrocosm of all the stuff we're doing collectively. And then we each have like the, the little work that just keeps showing up for us. And for me, I'm realizing so much of it this year is that being in my body is really challenging. And, you know, I am such an idea person and I love like the vision and the dreaming and all of those parts of life. And those really all, like I could do all of those with my head in the clouds. Like I, I truly don't need my body for the, the dreaming and the envisioning. And so what I found through the process of working with you and working on wardrobe or sorcery has been that like clothing and dress up is actually the quickest way to get me back into my body. It's the quickest way for me to like express through my body. So I love that you, that you think I'm doing that really well because it's deeply my practice right mm. now, just what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Well, you invite people into that practice too. And what strikes me just in what you're saying and please correct me if this doesn't feel right to you, but it sounds like there is this practice that's very personal. It's like, what do I feel like wearing and how does my body feel and how can I engage with that? And then there's a way in which that's also like a conversation with the people that you're interacting with because then they're seeing that reflection. So it's like personal and shared. Yeah. Which is like, you know, I guess I would say when I think about what it means to be a leader, that is my, my go-to thought process or response is that my form of leadership is through sharing my vulnerable experiences. Mm. So if I can be an example of someone that can really transmute emotion or feelings of anger or rage into like a kick-ass outfit (laughs) that then allows me to, you know, maybe even laugh about it, but whatever allows me to just experience that in a way that's, that's like a tangible practice, like an actual thing. Or if I can use dressing up, right? So when I was thinking about, you know, when you say being in a rut in our closets, it's like, for me, the rut is really in like just wearing the things that are in the laundry pile. You know what I mean? Just doing the one load of laundry again and again. It's like, oh, well, these are my three favorite things, the things that are at the top of the drawer. So sometimes when I'm feeling really down, my, my go-to is really to like empty out or dig down to the bottom or pull, pull it all out and say like, you're not putting this back in the drawer until you try it on. Mm-hmm. And just the act of taking it off and trying it on is, it's like the quickest form of transformation for me. So I put it on and I'm like, oh, this, and then what about this? And then I just start getting into possibility. And if something's like a no, and then it's out and, and then I can make more space for something else, both literally and figuratively. Yes. Right. Clear it out. I love too, that it really it, it feels to me like a practice of noticing and paying attention. It's like developing and deepening that relationship with your body and your mood and your desires and cravings. Like as I understand your work and your guidance in this realm, it's not just like always looking fierce. It's sometimes really going for comfort. Mm. It's sometimes mm-hmm. like, finding the coziest thing and making the choice that that's what you want to put on or like going for flair. So 
I love that it's not just like, look professional, but it's what really is the expression that's true for you in that moment, maybe many times in the day. Absolutely. Well, I think that for me, that's like my background is in costume design rather than fashion design. So for me, I've never really been that interested in fashion because fashion is like, you know, dictated by an industry and uh, what I've been referring to as the spell of not enough. Mm. So fashion means there's going to be something different every single season and that's going to be constantly and purposefully changing so that you're not ever going to be able to keep up. And so if I can just be like, okay, fashion, whatever, you guys can do your thing. I am going to use clothing as an art form and I am going to say totally one day I might be feeling like I want to be really fashionable and whatever that means to me in a particular day. There are other times where I want to wear a vest because I am feeling particularly connected to my Northern European ancestry and that feels, uh, you know, in a way to connect or it feels like I just want to be kind of like comically studious for a day. So I'm going to put on my vest and my blue blocker glasses. And now I have like a a whole new persona just so that I can like sit down and do my bookkeeping in a way that feels like I'm wearing my bookkeeping costume. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be, it can still all be in my wardrobe, but I'm not looking at it as I'm going to be fashionable every day. You know, for example, today I'm on a heavy day of my cycle. So I am wearing like soft pinks and velvety maroons and is it the most flattering silhouette no but it definitely doesn't matter I would stand by this outfit to really express how I'm feeling today Mm, yes love that so much I can picture you (laughs) (laughs) your coziness yes and pinks we have over these many months done a lot of work around languaging and messaging to really get to the heart of what you're offering. And you speak to this sense of outfitting yourself for the revolution. And I love this so much. And I feel like it's so, so deeply essential in this time that we're in. And I think it also kind of like cuts through a sense of Like I have a lot of talk around clothing can kind of be superficial or it doesn't really matter. Just like put on all my black clothes and (laughs) leave. But to really have this sense of like, what do I, how can I dress for the part that I want to be occupying in this world, in this changing world? That's really been kind of like a light bulb for me. Will you talk a little bit more about what that looks like to you? Sure. So for me, I think that my outlook, even in the worst of times, is relatively sunny because I, I'm just reframing is my, my like deepest life philosophy. My deepest value is to be able to look at things from another perspective. And so when I look at what is obviously coming into a revolution, I think that for a lot of us, myself included, I can, I can feel kind of nervous about, well, what does that mean? I mean, a revolution, wow. And, and so I, get, I go to my, my reframing place or my reimagining place, and I am able to 
just think about like what what could a revolution be? And you had asked a question not too long ago about like what is the particular remedy that you're offering? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that I'm new to the idea of of actually making medicine. But the very first medicine that I made this spring after quarantine began was ultimately, it's a flower essence of some cherry blossoms and some magnolia blossoms. But the, the energy that I put into that medicine was about the, the joyful and pleasurable reimagining of the world. And when I think about like what I offer as a remedy, it's that same kind of idea that the revolution does not have to mean we all dress in camo (laughs) and like, you know, I don't know, physically fight each other. That doesn't have to be what the revolution is. And so when you look at the possibilities and you, you look at outfitting yourself for a revolution as what you like what you said as how do I want to show up in this new world and how do I want to use my clothing to kind of get me there like how do how can I use my clothing as a vehicle to to embody and to to live the life that I'm I'm wanting to live I'm not sure if that answers your question but that's what came out yeah it really does and I think too about there's the like act of dressing for the revolution, which is significant mm-hmm. and multi-layered and very personal. And then there's also so many kind of like radical and revolutionary aspects built into how you engage with clothing. Will you yeah. talk a little bit about kind of the the values that are embedded in the way that you're you're inviting people into this process of resourcing. Oh, yes, this is what I am realizing I'm so passionate about. <laughs> Thanks to the catalyst for really figuring, like helping me, because I don't know that I would have a- arrived at this if there wasn't such a huge kind of presence of justice and value work in the catalyst work. But because of my experience working with you this year, I have come to realize that for me, I am really passionate about helping people to kind of step out of the the clutches of capitalism and specifically consumerism. And I'm just realizing that when we are fully kind of able to love ourselves and see ourselves as whole, we don't feel the need to buy into the the buy the next trend to kind of make ourselves feel better with going out and getting the next new newest thing. And so for me, the value that has just shown up so deeply is that there's another way to walk through the world of clothing and fashion and wardrobes in in ways that that don't oppress people with fast fashion that can honor where you're at and allow for there to be a flow of clothing coming coming to you that is new to you but still allowing you to kind of express yourself in different ways and so there's the pieces of this that are like my deepest values are that when we love ourselves we are less susceptible to the spells of not being enough and how 
we fall into the traps of, of just like deep consumerism, which for me, I mean, I used to absolutely love shopping. Anytime I was having a bad day, it was like I could go get something off of the like sale rack and feel like I had achieved, you know, success. And that's just not, that's not what wardrobe resourcery is about. That doesn't make me feel good when I think about that. And so having another option, an option where you can really take time for yourself to think about what is it that you like to wear? What are your, what are your values and how can you use clothing to help share those with the world? Mm -hmm. And do you find now that like, if you're having a bad day and the impulse is like, oh, I used, I would have, or used to go out and, you know, purchase something and that would make me feel good. Now, what's your go-to in that realm? Well, when I'm feeling the desperate need to spend money, I donate it. Mm, love that. Um, if I absolutely feel like I have to have something in response, then I purchase it from a artist of color or somebody who needs the money. And then I go back to my closet. And like I said, I go, I have started now for myself because of wardrobe or sorcery. I actually have started like being my own personal shopper and having my Virgo self has like a few, you know, fun fun boundaries around things. So it's like I have my own <laughs> stash of clothing that I can be like, you need something new. You can choose something out of your own stash of clothing. Um, so I prepare. I prepare ahead of time for that. But it's also because wardrobe or sorcery and one of my deep values around it is to be a place that people know they can donate their garments, their things that they don't want anymore. And that I will be kind of a central hub to getting those things to the places that they need to go to. So that entails like donating to different mutual aid places in Portland. It also, I just recently built a little free box library, which I call my resource recenter, which I keep stocked with all kinds of clothes and things as well. And so just finding different ways to, to give back. And then in that process of being like a, I guess, a redistribution or a resource hub, I am able to try on lots of clothes. <laughs> it also, so that, that kind of fulfills my desire. And then, and then because I'm doing it so often and because I'm recognizing that I don't have to keep something just because it's cool. I don't have to keep something if it doesn't feel good on my body. I don't have to keep something if I just don't know how to wear it. I can put it back into the flow. I can give it to one of my seasonal clients and then I can, again, make space for something else. So sometimes for me, it's just the act of trying it on and then I can pass it on and give it to someone else. So yes. yeah, I have new, new processes for that. I love that you have like your own little stash. That's the try on stash. Too. Yes. <laughs> like well, and like, so that'll be like, I, I think I started collecting for myself over the summer and I was like, these are your fall clothes and you know, you don't need them right now. So let's just put them away. They don't need to go into your drawer. They can be like a fun, exciting gift for yourself later. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole new way of doing it. And you know, you had spoken to the sense of self love instead of kind of self loathing, which I feel like is core to consumerism and so wrapped up in what we put on our bodies and how we feel about our bodies. And 
I just so appreciate the invitation to truly reframe that relationship. Will you, yeah. will you talk a little bit about kind of like the practicalities of what it looks like when you're working with someone in this way? Yeah. If I'm working with somebody one-on-one, which I have about, I think, nine clients right now. Um, and I, I know. And I work with them a lot, a lot through trade, which is great for me because there's lots of things that we all have to offer one another. And money does not need to be my number one form of energy exchange. So, but when I'm working with somebody, I will start by just having a conversation with them, asking them a phone conversation, and we talk about their relationship with their wardrobe. So like you had mentioned earlier, you're like, oh, I kind of am feeling a little stagnant in my relationship. And then we kind of go a little deeper. And in that first, first phone call, I will offer some kind of tangible tips like, oh, well, if you're looking for new things, maybe you want to try making a Pinterest board or have you really identified what the pieces are that you really do love? And once you start to notice what you do love, then you begin to have more of a vocabulary and a language around how to find more of that. And we sometimes talk that some, that conversation sometimes is about shopping and sometimes it's, it's about clothing that you're looking for. And it just really depends on what the person is, is needing. So that, that's kind of a personalized way to start. And then if a person wants to keep working with me and they want to have an intuitively selected alignment collection, which is around 15 pieces of new to you clothing based on what you're interested in, what you're looking for, what you'd be willing to try, and a little bit what I think would really help express who you are. So there's a little bit of trust in there, my hope. And then I hope to give you your bundle of clothing within a moon, t- a moon cycle after we start working together. And after that, I encourage people to like just throw themselves a dress up party. It would be my ideal way of saying it. Like really have a date with yourself, like get a glass of wine or a cup of tea and put on your favorite music and find that full length mirror. Um, I have a lot to say about mirrors, but that can happen another time. Um, <laughs> Find that full length mirror that makes you feel good because they don't all, they're not all the same and it doesn't really matter. You know, reality is all very subjective to begin with. So find the mirror that makes you feel good and try on all the clothes in your bundle. And what I really like to tell clients is that, you know, not everything is going to work, but I really encourage you to try everything on because sometimes, you know, just like dating, the bad ones give you a lot of information too. So, you know, you know, you, you start to begin to understand what is it that you like? What, what does feel good? What, what makes you feel powerful or fierce or whatever those words are that we kind of agree on that that's what your, that's what your vision is. And that's what I'm trying to help you to achieve through giving you these, this bundle of clothing. And then after that, we usually meet one more time via Zoom. And that is an hour-long kind of like dress up in depth. Let's make up some outfits. Let's put together some whole looks for you. You know, show me what you have. Let's build it all together. So that's kind of a culmination experience where we meet and I answer any other questions or help you to really incorporate those pieces into your wardrobe. I feel like what you do is really a 
form of practical magic. Yes, it is. Thank you for noticing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Witnessing how you curated bundles for each of our Catalyst folks, everyone in the cohort, hand selecting and creating these like just amazing gifts for each person fully blew me away, Caitlin. Like, I know I've said this to you before, but I was blown away by what you selected for me. And I am actually (laughs) wearing one of the shirts right now. (laughs) Wasn't even planned. I just love it. But also knowing and seeing the responses from everybody else and how deeply seen everyone felt how inspired everyone felt. And we are a cohort of very different humans, very different bodies, very different desires for the ways that we express ourselves and preferences. And really the best way I can describe it is practical magic. It's, it's amazing. Well, thank you. I yeah. work, I'm working on taking compliments. Thank you. <laughs> I feel that way too. And I feel like There's something really unique about my life path that has brought me to this particular brand of practical magic. And, you know, I decided I wanted to be a costume designer when I was 12 years old. And I like passionately pursued that dream all the way through college. And what I really realized, like, after that experience was that. I kind of walked away with having a degree in how to dress myself, which ultimately meant I wasn't going to go on to do like costume design in movies. And I ended up running a costume shop and teaching for a fair amount of years. But, but what I really ended up using the degree for was how to interpret my mood, my feelings, or that of other people into clothing that was really, really, really going to suit them well. So part of it is knowing bodies and understanding what is going to feel good on a particular body, but also it's really about listening to the person and and getting to know the person so that I'm just helping you to be the best you that you can be. And that's not a trademark statement by (laughs) organizations that I don't agree with, but... It's a good, it's a good slogan. <laughs> well, we can come up with another one for you. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that really, I mean, it really feels like, you know, I, I don't know. I just, this, I was talking to my, my auntie recently and I was telling her about this and she's a little traditional. So she was saying, well, it sounds like you're finally using your degree. <laughs> and I, I was like, yeah, but really this is like my biggest this is my heart work. This is like what I was, I'm, this is the culmination of all the steps of my life up mm. until now. And so she was so excited. She was like, I've never heard the word heart work before. Did you trademark that? And I'm like, no, I did not. But I think if more of us had the opportunity to discover what that is for ourselves, we would each find our brand of practical magic. Mm. That's what you do. That's my work. My work (laughs) is is helping you find your heart work and living it and breathing life into it and inviting other people into it. Yes, it is. It is totally transformative. Hmm. 
Oh, my dear, I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> this has been really fun. Yay. It's fun for me too. Do you want to share a little bit if there are specific ways that people can connect with your work and learn more about you and what you're doing? Where can we find you? Oh, yay. Well, people can find me at the reframecollective.com, which are different words than wardrobe resourcery because I have a lot of things that I love to do. And the Reframe Collective is where myself and my family put all of our all of our workings. So the reframecollective.com is where you can find me and where you can find wardrobe resourcery. It's really easy once you get there. I'm also on Instagram at the reframe collective. And I'm really excited because thanks to you, Anya, I am launching my first virtual workshop called Alteration. Alteration, the sacred dressing room, which really is such a great jumpstart to uh, deepening your relationship with yourself and your relationship to your wardrobe. So it's like a two-hour virtual workshop that really kind of talks you through the tools of identifying how you're feeling and then how to translate how you're feeling into what you're wearing. Yes, please. Mm -hmm. That's also on the reframecollective.com's wardrobe resourcery page. Just follow the links. I hope it's clear and easy. And you can sign up there on the workshops page. And I have one coming up on November 13th and one coming up on December 13th. And I'm hopeful to continue to offer them regularly after that. Beautiful. Highly recommended. And I also want to give a shout out for your newsletter to your newsletter. Yes. Your newsletter is awesome. And I don't say that lightly. I know that we all have a lot coming into our inboxes and it can feel like too much. And the newsletter that you have been sharing with your family, creating with your family and sharing with the world is so inspiring and full of resources. And I find myself really excited for Tuesdays when it arrives. And I just like give myself a bit of time to sit and read. And really, it's, it's such an incredible experience piece that you are sharing. So highly recommend Thank it. You. Yes, I really, really appreciate that. I am finding we're in, I think this is like addition, we're at like our maybe 10 week mark of doing this. And it is really profound. It is my husband and partner Blue and I and, you know, it's like, it's helped our relationship. We are kind of developing a routine around our whole lives that's kind of focusing on this newsletter. And we're, it's like giving a structure to all of the ideas that we have. And we're getting really good feedback from it and learning as we go. And yeah, I feel like the feedback that we're getting is that it's really, really, really needed, particular in these times. The, the edition that's coming out tomorrow, I'm excited. I'm having an anti-anxiety pre-election art project. Yes. So, <laughs> we need things this. Things that are like real practical. We need this right now. So yeah, um, yeah we're, we're really using it as an opportunity to follow the seasons, share what we know and what we're wondering about, which oftentimes it is, means it's the things we don't know. Mm-hmm. And so... Thank you. 
It is yeah. also something you can sign up for on our webpage, thereframecollective.com. Wonderful. Would you like to leave our listeners with a question to ponder or journal about or put on their bodies? Mm, yeah, I think a question to ponder or journal about might just be, when do you feel your best? What is it about the moment, the outfit, the circumstances that really allow you to feel, I'm going to use the word divine. And mm -hmm. I like the word divine because it's reminding us that we all are infinite and beautiful and whole creatures just as we are. And so when I feel divine, I'm, I'm most aligned or I'm, I'm just at ease with myself. There's not a, a tugging or a, 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 you know, shifting that has to happen. I'm, I'm just at ease. And so my question is, when do you feel most divine? When do you feel most aligned? And how does clothing or what you're wearing play into that or mm -hmm. affect that experience? And you asked one other thing. Was it, it wasn't a practice, but it was something else you had said, a way to journal or there was something else oh, I was going to put on, put on your body. Oh, to put on your body. Yes. This is the other practice I would love to share. Thank you. I like um, this question though. I'm just like yes. sitting with that and taking that in. I'm going to really allow that to percolate because of that's how I want to feel all the time. Yes. Yeah. And so, and so you might not have any, I mean, Maybe you're going to recall a time that was so wonderful and fun when everyone was together. But when do you feel the best lately, right? When you're at home, when do you feel the best? What, is the, what, is the, what are the circumstances for your divinity at home even? But even if it is a time where you were with everyone and all of the things were together, all of your people were together, what is it about those circumstances? And then, and then of course, the cool thing about like my background in costume design is there are ways to translate those feelings into clothing. There are ways to, to take the essence of an experience and to say, okay, this sweater is now going to represent that experience. And now every time I put on this sweater, I can recall the feeling or the energy of that experience. And with that, I invite you to choose something, a piece of jewelry or a garment, and I invite you to do just that, to charge that piece of jewelry or that garment with a feeling or an essence or an energy or a word or something that you really want to feel or remember. And then, and all you do is just kind of say, this is now going to be the sweater that reminds me of that experience or this piece of jewelry is going to embody fierceness or courage for me. And then you just put it on and then you wear it and you walk around and there's a physical thing on your body that you have imbued with the feeling or the energy that you want to call into your life. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and we talk more about that in the sacred dressing room and my workshops that are coming up. So I yes. Can as well. No, it, I mean, yes, sign up for those. And what you have shared, what you have prompted us to think about makes so much sense. And I'm going to 
I'm going to give that some thought and some attention and intention and adorn myself. Yeah. You deserve to be adorned. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much. This has been so, so inspiring and motivating. And I just am so excited for people to, to outfit themselves for the revolution with you. Thank you, Anya. This has been awesome. I, I love this. I love you. And I just cannot say clearly enough that Catalyst was the most divine, life-changing decision I have ever made. And I am so eternally grateful for the work that we have done together. Mm, I'm so glad you said yes. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Love you. Love you too. Thank you so much for joining us for this Catalyst conversation. I would love to know what's resonating for you or what new questions this conversation inspired. Also, the next Catalyst Leadership Immersion will begin in January 2021. If you're feeling the call to circle up in beloved community, to catalyze your heart work, and to contribute your unique remedy into this fractured time, I hope you'll join us. You can learn more via my website, anyahankin.com and I'd love to connect over on Instagram. I'm at Anya Hinkin. Extra special thanks to my friend Robin Jackson for the music and Brooke Bradford for podcast editing and to the catalysts who have shared their truth here and to you for listening in. I look forward to continuing the conversation.